views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to be. It's so great to be connecting with all of you. Um, you know, many, many things I, I've really gotten to participate and seeing in my life. And, you know, I'm really thrilled to have Dr. Dan Cohen here today because today's topic, I don't know, I don't know how far in advance he thought about today's topic, but today's topic is called staying present, staying present. What does that truly mean? Is there something you do with your head or your body? Is it something you already do? Is it something you wish you could do? Why is it so important to stay present? Well, you're going to hear about this and so much more. For those of you that may or may not know who Dr. Dan is, you know, beyond being, you know, an amazing inventor, a neurologist, an author, uh, he's somebody that is tapping in to what this means to get connected to and in touch with a new level of awareness with our spiritual selves. Now, how do we do that? Well, you're going to hear about one of the many ways that he's created for people all over the world to do this. But more importantly today, whether you're looking at uh, the books that he's written or you're on his website, Tools to Awaken, or you're listening to this show today, There's an important message to hear today that maybe you don't know. And maybe this idea of staying present will unlock doors to the rest of your life that you didn't even think were possible. Dr. Dan, it's great to have you here. What a timely topic. (laughs) Yeah, it certainly turned out to be that way. Oh, man. Can we talk for a minute about staying present? I mean, you know, there have been many conversations. As a matter of fact, I, I just got a request from uh, Ram Das's folks, and I haven't heard from them in a really, really long time. And I remember way back in the day, he was one of my first interviews in 2003. And I actually flew uh, out to, to do the interview with him. But I didn't really have a sense of that in 2003 or how important that would be today. But the idea of staying present, is it the same as what people like to say, be here now? What does it mean to you? Yeah, I, I think it is the same. But I think, I think we have to look at it in a, in a mm-hmm. very, very basic way in mm-hmm. terms of, you know, 
what does it mean, and, and what are we even talking about? Because this is really, I believe, the fundamental aspect of spirituality. And it really gets down at, at the basics to our self-identity. In other words, how do we define ourselves? And, you know, if, if you wouldn't mind, Pat, yeah. let, me, let me go through a little dialogue with you. Sweet. And, and, and your audience should know this is entirely unrehearsed. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, I'm going to ask you a question now, or, or, or presuming, you know, I'm going to ask this question, try to answer it. It's not the best of questions, but okay. answer it as best you can. Okay. Okay. So the question is, do you have a soul? Yeah. How would you, how would you answer that? Yes. I'd say yes. Okay. And that sort of implies, and again, it, that's a really bad question because <laughs> a, a better question may have been, are you your soul? How would you have answered that? Uh, my answer probably would be, I'm more my soul today than I think I've ever been. Okay. All right. Very good. So, so you're in essence, making a distinction between being ego identified mm-hmm. and spiritually identified. That's right. <laughs> okay. That, that, that's really good. And so, so then that implies that there are times during the day then you, that you can say to yourself, boy, right now I'm really sort of in my ego versus oh, yeah. I'm acting from the perspective of my soul. You know, it, yeah, absolutely. I mean, clearly, if you if you're talking about the past 48 hours, I'm pretty clear that I'm I was bouncing back and forth from time to time. Mm-hmm. And and how did I know? I mean, how did I know? Because I was in fear. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, that that's I don't know if that's a, a baseline for a lot of people, but it's certainly a baseline for me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's an yeah. that's an excellent that's an excellent baseline because if you if you really think about the emotions that you're feeling in any given moment mm-hmm. if they are negative then really you're tapping into your ego at that point mm-hmm. okay and i mean and and you know this this election cycle is really a good example because i think mm-hmm. you know many of us were um you know very very surprised at the outcome and I think the the um, if you were watching the elections returns in uh, in Tuesday evening, for instance, mm-hmm. um, and and you were tapping into oh oh my, there's another state turning red, and you yeah. were you know a, a Clinton supporter, and mm-hmm. you're saying to yourself, oh, is this really possible? And and all these emotions were coming up, and mm-hmm. you're right. I mean, it was all from an ego perspective, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, here's the good news about me, and maybe you can comment on this. I went to the movies. Okay. I I didn't watch it. Um, And, you know, and some of my friends are like, what do you mean you didn't watch it? Why wouldn't you watch it? Um, And, you know, I I don't have a good answer, except that I know I voted. I know how I voted, and I knew the rest was going to be in God's hands. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I certainly could have sat there. I, I certainly could have been on the edge of my seat. I think many people were expecting a celebration. 
um, I, I, I was, I was willing to do whatever that was going to look like the next day. Um, and it's really interesting, Dr. Dan, because I went to see a movie called Dr. Strange and there's a really key point in that movie that I didn't know about. And I don't know that I, I should tell the listeners if they haven't seen it. Benny would be crazy if I just told him this right now. <laughs> but there was, there, there was a part in the movie that I got to reflect upon. And there was a part in the movie where, you know, Dr. Strange did something to undo a result. Mm-hmm. And I, I learned something a long time ago in my life. Someone said to me, Pat, do you know what forgiveness is? And I said, uh, uh, okay, no, really. I, I, as a matter of fact, most of my life, I didn't even like that word. That was not a word that I actually even liked. And I was, and, and, the, and the gentleman said to me, Here, here's forgiveness, Pat. Forgiveness is letting go of all hope for a better past. And that's hard, Dr. Dan. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. really hard. Right. Right, but when you went to the movie and I you did. were in essence trusting the outcome. I, you know, I realized that I actually didn't have any control of the outcome other than what I had already done. Right. Right. But and, that doesn't mean I don't have I that doesn't mean that there's not anything I could do today moving forward, right? And I hope you make that distinction because sometimes I think we think being in the present means we do nothing, right? Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah. no. I Right. True. No, you're, yes, you're right. I mean, I think some people think that, but I think it's, I think it's um, really up to us in this physical domain to enact the the wisdom that we're receiving and the the um, uh, all of the input that we can assimilate and then take the action that we feel is necessary. Mm-hmm. So yeah, by all means. I mean, we're here, we're alive, we're in this moment, and we're we're in this realm where um, action is a part of it. You know, we yeah. are in this physical domain. So mm-hmm. you know, you're you're not here to sit on the sidelines and just observe. You're here to participate. Uh huh. You know, by all means. But the the point the point that that I was I was getting to before is that how we self identify is pivotal in this whole concept of staying present, because mm-hmm. staying present really is, is, is an act of manifesting that self-identification. Mm-hmm. And so if you, if you do think of yourself as, as your soul, and, and, and I, would, I would define the soul as an expression, a, a more personalized expression of source of divinity. Mm. Okay. So, so, and, and I think all of us, I think of all of us as being of that source of that divine nature. And so we're really all the same thing. We're just one big thing that is, that is source. And we have these different manifestations that we call human beings. But, but in the end, our, our whole expression of that is so dependent upon our definition mm-hmm. of it, yeah. know, how we think of ourselves. And yeah. then staying present is how do we manifest that and how do we know how we're manifesting that and wow. what are all the things 
that we can do to facilitate that manifestation to a greater extent. Mm. Well, let's hold that thought because that's really what we're going to head into today on the show. For those of you tuning in, I'm Dr. Pat. Dr. Dan Cohn joined me here today. When we come back, that's our next conversation. How do we stay in the present and know that we can still have a vision for the future? I love this topic. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Get into it for 2016. Do you want more prosperity, clarity, energy, and balance in your life? Join Lynn Brown now for one of her amazing workshops, each focusing on a key part of living your best life. For more information and to register for one of these amazing workshops, visit lynnbrownevent.com. That's lynnbrownevent.com. And get into it this 2016 with Lynn Brown. What is a brilliant culture? And how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you design a culture that is authentic, innovative, and successful. Learn how to create change with Cultural Brilliance Radio, the DNA of organizational excellence and Claudette Rowley. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit ClaudetteRowley.com. Beyond being this amazing neurologist, inventor, author, Dr. Dan Cohen has been called to look at technology and look at personal and spiritual development and merge these together as technology uses the healing and psycho-spiritual effects of synchronized sounds, vibrations, electromagnetic fields, and how that interacts with us in our nervous system in what we're calling the Soltech chair. The Soltec Lounge induces profound levels of relaxation that transition over time into deep meditative states. The synchronized sound vibration and magnetic field induce these states. The subject doesn't have to work at it. To learn more, go to soltecwellbeing.com. That's S-O-L-T-E-C, well-being. Are you ready for a game changer? Sarah Westall is bringing you Business Game Changers Radio. Sarah brings you leading experts, visionaries, and newsmakers who provide the best commentary on big issues and cutting-edge innovations. Sarah's 20 years as a business executive will help you think like an entrepreneur with expertise, energy, and attitude. Tune in to Business Game Changers Mondays at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. What if your body and mind were the compasses to the secrets, mysteries, and magic of life? Glenna Rice, co-host of The Questionable Parent, is inviting you to access all that is possible. Glenna is a 10-year certified veteran access consciousness facilitator who offers an amazing variety of life-changing classes and workshops. Work with Glenna from anywhere with teleclasses and workshops all over the globe. To learn more and see Glenna's current schedule of events, classes, and workshops, visit glennarice.com.
Wow. Dr. Dan, it's so great to have you here. You know, we are talking today about staying present. Um, I also want to open up the phone lines for those of you out there that are really having a hard time staying present. And, you know, it is so very important. And he was asking me, Dr. Dan, you were asking me a bunch of questions. But before we jump back into the conversation, please tell folks how, how they can find out more about you. Um, and also, I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about it today. Also, let folks know how they can find out more about the Soul Tech Lounge. But, you know, and for those of you out there, I'd love to hear from you. 1-800-930-2819. Not that I really haven't been hearing from a lot of you here in the past couple of days. Some of you like what I'm saying. Some of you think I've lost my mind. Uh, yeah, some of you just uh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not going to run for office. It's not going to happen. I would never pass the vetting process. Just saying. But Dr. Dan, tell folks about, uh, please tell folks about you, how they can find out more about you. I think the easiest way is to visit uh, tools to awaken. Dot com and that's tool t o o l s two t o awaken a w a k e n dot com and from there it's it, it's easy to search around some of the other websites but that's mm-hmm. the, that's probably the most direct way. Awesome. Um, okay. Um, I'm in the present. Where do I go from here? Well. If you're really in the present, that means you're wide open from a feeling standpoint, okay? And that's the general misconception. I think so many people think that this idea of staying or being present is about paying attention. You know, they, they think it's a, it's a head thing, a brain thing where I'm, I'm paying attention, I'm observant, I'm looking around. And, and I would argue that that's the quickest way to move off of being present because you're quickly going to observe something and then think, and you're going to lose your anchor in terms of, of what you truly are. Because so often people are in thought mode and that is of the ego, mm. okay? And that is not being receptive and, and being open and truly being open to receive from all aspects of what you are, okay? And so I would, I would recommend that people really sense their body much more and open up their feeling nature so that they can really feel everything, not just, I'm not just saying emotion, but obviously that's a big thing, but mm-hmm. also feeling the physical body to know that you truly are present. Because there are certain tip-offs that um, you and I have discussed briefly in the past that can yeah. really help anchor one, one's spiritual self in the physical body completely and sense that it's there to know that you are truly present. You know, Mm -hmm. for instance, um, you know, one of the things I used to do all the time was, no, was to be able to feel that inner vibration Mm -hmm. and vibration throughout the body. It's a fine vibration that 
is easiest to pick up for most people in the hands. Mm-hmm. But when when you're quiet and and if you if you are able to perceive this, you can really feel it throughout all of your body, and it's it's a it's a very nice vibration, mm. and in in that presence that that presence is actually from your spiritual slash energetic self. I mean, most people um, don't spend a lot of time studying what that energy really is, but there's been enough research now to understand, you know, what our spiritual self is actually composed of, which, you know, I think would surprise some people. You know, they, and, and it's, what's really interesting about it is, is there's a corollary to how the universe is constructed and what the universe is made of and what we are made of in terms of our physical and energetic self. Because, you know, obviously the physical matter, I think we understand that pretty well. And the standard atomic model, you know, we've been able to research that over the past couple hundred years. and We've got a pretty good idea as to what that means. But now some people are starting to say, you know, this energetic self is the equivalent of dark matter in the universe. Mm. And what's interesting is that they've gone further because physics has progressed nicely in the past 30 years, and they've gone further and they say, you know, this is really a magnetized plasma. And because it operates in the laws of physics and, and we can understand these things, that, that magma or magnetic plasma actually has a vibration to it, okay? And, and the waves that it produces have been given a name. They're called Alphan waves, you know, after the person who discovered it. And those waves actually interact with the physical body. Now, at the physical level, I can tell you as a neurologist, we feel vibration with, with a sensor that's called a Pacinian corpuscle. Mm. <laughs> these, are, these are little like onion bulbs that are in the yeah. skin. And they pick up frequencies from zero to about 400 cycles per second. And they can pick up slower alphan waves in our energetic sense, their self. And so in that way, we can sense our energetic self and we can sense it, you know, through the physical body, which contains these nerve endings called Pacinian corpuscles. By the same token, we can also hear this subtle vibration because the hair cells in, in the cochlea of the ear also respond to these alphan waves, these vibrations in our magnetic plasma. And you can hear these vibrations, and fortunately, because those hair cell receptors can receive a much broader frequency range from 20 to 20,000 cycles per second, you can hear different pitches, different frequencies, which tells you kind of where you're at spiritually, which is very, very interesting. And as one develops themselves more and more spiritually, they can actually sense that increasing wow. shift in frequency. So we have some built-in mechanisms to actually sense our spiritual energetic self. You know, when we're thinking about this notion of you know, staying in the present and being able to do that. Many people ask the question, Dr. Dan, and they ask it over and over again. Uh, and I think I think we ask this question because we don't really believe it. And the question is, why do I want to do this? You know, 
okay, I'm living in a world that's traveling at 120 miles an hour, and I don't really understand the end game result from being in the present. And, and I think that over time, we have attempted to explain to folks a bit about why staying in the present is the key to the future. But I'm really not sure that we've done a great job of it. And I think what you're taking us on is a journey. And the reason I love that you're taking us on a journey is because what if staying in the present opened up more possibilities about the future than any of us could possibly imagine? You know, what do you think about how we can connect the dots for people about that? Because if we really did believe that, then wouldn't all of us be like, I got to have it, I got to have it, I got to have it? <laughs> I, I I totally agree with you, and, and I think I can connect the dots for you. Right. Um, it's, you know, there's, there's two aspects to this. One aspect is our energetic self is very fluid, and not all of it necessarily is fully present in, in the same space as the physical body. Okay? That's one aspect. The other aspect is when you allow more of yourself to manifest and you self-identify as more of what you truly are in terms of mm -hmm. your spiritual self, and you understand what that really represents, and you allow that to come in, then that which, that which is present already through you can resonate at a higher frequency. Okay, so in, in essence, between, between that higher intensity and that spatial overlap, that, that presence being right there throughout the same physical space, there is a conditioning of the body that occurs, okay? Mm -hmm. our, bodies, our, our bodies are derived from these energies, okay? So first off, make no mistake about it. It's not that, it's not that you're, you're, you're just a physical being and there's these other things that are associated with you. <laughs> it's, these other things are what you really are, and the physical body is the manifestation of that, okay? It steps down in frequency. It vibrates more slowly. It is the more concrete manifestation, but it is all changeable based upon the presence of you, of, of what you are as your energetic spiritual self, okay? So, so then you have to say, okay, so what? Okay, so what is it going to do? Uh, how is it going to really change me, and how is that going to make me want to have this kind of effect? Well, the bottom line is really simple. You know, do you want to be happy? Do you want to, do you want to have access to that wisdom so that your understanding will be much greater? Do you really want to have this divine nature start to play out in your life in a practical way? And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think it'd be nuts to say no. But I, I think it happens so infrequently that most people don't realize that this is everybody's right. <laughs> this, is, this is a gift that, that everybody can have if they're willing to receive it, okay? But we haven't been taught in our society how to receive it. We haven't been taught the best ways to inculcate this behavior so that this manifests in a way that it can practically be beneficial. Okay, that's mm -hmm. the key. And, and for me, I, I can't tell you over the years, how much 
happier I am, how much joy I experience on a day-to-day basis, how my Mm -hmm. understanding of things is much greater, not because I'm a better thinker. Hell, it doesn't even occur because of my thinking. It occurs because the information just gets dumped in when I need it. So it's not mm-hmm. that, you know, I just have to say, I, you know, I, I need to understand this or open myself up to this. The wisdom starts to flow through. And, and it's, it's not because I'm special. We are all this way in terms of our capabilities. But you do need to intend and allow for this to occur. And it does involve some measure of practice, you know, whether it be meditation, using the Soltech Lounge, something along these lines that foster this capability, which is natural to all of us. Mm. Wow. You know, this is really an idea about the potentiality and the capability that we already have. When we come back, Dr. Dan, I would love to talk with you about what would we need to do? What might need to happen for all of us to believe, first of all, that we have that capability? And then secondly, how do we learn to activate it? Dr. Dan Cohen is in the house, staying present. You're listening to Dr. Pat Show. For more about me, go to the drpatshow.com. For more about Dr. Dan, go to toolstoawaken.com. When we come back, please feel free to weigh in on this conversation. 1-800-930-2819. We will be right back. Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers with Artie Hoffman, as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Do you want to achieve your goals? Do you want to strengthen relationships with others? Do you want to improve your financial status? Colette Marie Steffen is partnering with Mark Kettenbach to bring you an energetic upgrade online experience. Unfold and develop your full potential. Visit energeticupgrade.com today for more information. That's energeticupgrade.com. Would you like to experience life-transforming adventures in personal expansion and world service? If you do, tune in to learn about magical innate abilities that you can develop and use to make your dreams come true. Joy Elaine is author of The Joy Chronicles, and she's inviting you and millions of others to join her in working with galactic masters, angels, and the Ashtar Command as they assist humanity and planet Earth to achieve their ultimate destination of ascension. For more information about this upcoming event and broadcast, visit joyelaine.com. That's joy, E-L-A-I-N-E, dot com.
would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Hi, this is Leslie Fontaine. Many of us have been overwhelmed when we discover how powerful we truly are. We really can change things. When we set an intention and move in a direction, we uncover the blocks, the fear, and the agreements that until now we have believed would keep us safe and preserve the status quo. What if today you allow that power, allow that moment and that overwhelm Just sit with it as long as you can. Need help? Visit LeslieFontaine.com and let's talk about unfolding all that you want to be, do, and have. You'll find sessions, classes, and audio products to help remove the blocks and move you into your potential. And listen to my show, Sheer Alchemy, on Transformation Talk Radio, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Hey everybody, we're, welcome back. Dr. Dan Cohen is in the house. It's really kind of, it's really kind of exciting to be talking about this today. I mean, you know, there is a question: How do you stay in the present, right? And I think before the break, I was saying to you, and during the break, I was saying to you is that, you know, when 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 does an individual, and you know, when would I take an action in my life to change something about myself? When would that happen? And I think there are many ways that, you know, whether it's psychology or spirituality or personal development, people look at that. You know, what would be the motivation for me to do that? And, you know, the question really comes back to, uh, I think, thinking versus feeling. And I, I would wonder if we should take a few moments to talk about that because the rational mind, the thinking mind, may tell us one thing and you know our feeling selves may pull us to something else but how does thinking and feeling negotiate this in the present yeah i think that's um i think that's the crux of the issue right there Uh, Mm -hmm. we live in a in a thinking society and uh, we all have the capability of feeling but so many of us don't want to feel because we don't want to experience so much of the negative emotions that we've either suppressed or that we tend to project upon others. So, so in, in a way, uh, a lot of what we do, a lot of our behaviors, um, particularly addictions and, and uh, drug abuse, uh, relate to avoidance of feeling. It's just a way of numbing ourselves. And so uh, the key, unfortunately, for, for many people is, you know, that's not going to cut it. You really have to be able to feel in order to allow one's spiritual self to, to come to bear 
and to manifest throughout our lives and to affect the kind of change that we can experience. And, and those changes are experiencing much greater happiness and joy and connectedness, um, as well as you know the, the wisdom that can be received in, in the process of manifesting and becoming more of what we truly are. So, so these kinds of things are dependent upon an open feeling nature. And, and that's, for many people, uh, that's a big hurdle, and that's, that's where they fail because they're unwilling to feel. And so the best they can do to navigate life is to essentially sit in their heads and think and process. And when you think and process, you're almost never in the present moment. You're either thinking about the past and how the past has put you in the position that you're in right now, or you're trying to plan for the future, and therefore you're thinking about the future, and again, you're not being present in the moment. Mm-hmm. Being present in the moment means literally being. It, it's a state of being. Feeling is a state of being, and neither of these have anything to do with thinking. Okay, thinking the way the way we do it with our physical brains is of an egoic nature. Okay, that is mm-hmm. being stuck in the ego, which means you're just a prisoner of your beliefs and all the thoughts that revolve around those beliefs. And and I gotta say, I mean, I went through this process over many years, and the vast majority of my beliefs were lies. Rarely are they the truth. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're responding in this cyclical behavior, in essence, trying to retain and confirm these beliefs because we want to be right. And we think that if we're right, that we're going to feel good about it. But guess what? If you feel right about something that's not truthful, you're not really going to feel good about it because feeling mm-hmm. good comes from our spiritual nature. So, so that's the conundrum. You know that there you have it. How do we remove the conundrum? Because I think if we stay in the conundrum, that's kind of where we are right now. I mean, I think if we stay in the conundrum, you know, you know the expression, "What you put your intention on, attention on expands." So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I'm really so very interested and I know this because I think in my life I've been able to move away from the conundrum, but mm-hmm. I, I've not done a very good job of it at different points in time in my life in betting on probabilities as opposed to possibilities. And I think yeah. in this lifetime, um, that's what I'm thinking, you know, and that's what I'm feeling. And once I got a taste of the world of possibilities, there was no going back. Yeah, I mean, to, to, to break the habit and the cycle that most people are in, which is all of this egocentric activity related to brains and beliefs and suppression of emotions, to break this, you have to change the, the state in which you are existing, you know, in the moment, okay? And this is why, you know, for centuries, people have sought practices such as prayer and meditation, because those practices break the cycle. The, the problem with meditation, for instance, is 
the majority of people who attempt to do it are not truly successful in terms mm-hmm. of making a true state change. Okay. You know, uh, they can try a lot of things um, in, in terms of different practices, but in my experience, talking to hundreds of people, thousands of people over the years, um, the majority of them are not very successful. And even those people that think they're successful um, have made very little progress in terms of truly transforming their day-to-day lives. And, and really, that's what, that's what it's all about. You know, so, so in a sense, um, you know, I always have a lot of um, sympathy for these people. And, and, and quite honestly, Pat, you know, this is why 20 years ago we embarked on our, our research and development to try to find a better way. I mean, this was, this was exactly the, the impetus uh, behind um, our, our project to create the Soltech Lounge. Mm. Yeah. This is really the key to the conversation. Let's just jump ahead for a minute. We're reliving right now, and I got to tell you, this is a very, very uh, timely conversation. Right now, we are living in a world where um, I know you know the addiction rates. I know we've done shows on this before. Um, I know we know that um, uh, we have millions and millions and millions of people suffering from addiction um, across the country. Um, I know that uh, a very, very few of them actually uh, uh, have, uh, have been able to take action in the past. And then comes this thing that pretty much January, I would say, will be gone. Obamacare, Affordable Act Care, whatever you want to call it, care. And, you know, along the way, you know, you have this idea that this is something that one wishes we could look at, one wishes we can help people with. And this idea of just saying no in a time, right? Just saying no in a time where fear is not necessarily fear as an illusion, but people really looking at, and I'm just giving you one little specific thing, right? Mm -hmm. One little specific thing. And the level of fear just in that one community alone, that the opportunity to save their lives might be gone. They, are, they have no absolute capability, Dr. Dan, to stay in the present. Mm-hmm. That is not the present moment that I think we're talking about. So let's talk about, you know, what we can do to help people. Because if, if, if we're not in the present moment of possibilities, I'm not sure that I've ever known how to take action to my, for myself when I am 10 years down the road. However, there's a bit of that that really does work because if I have a sense about my future, which is not necessarily uh, give me the warm fuzzy, I am more likely to do something about it. That I think is the conundrum we're talking about here today, a little bit. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, I'm gonna gonna go back to 1935. 
Oh, you know, good. Okay. When, you know, it has nothing to do with politics. Right? Okay. Okay. It, it's, you know, Bill Wilson and the 12 step program, Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, what's, what's interesting to me is back then you had individuals that, say, that said, we're going to do this. In other words, for them, things got bad enough where they devised a system and they were at their, their wit's ends. They were at, they knew that if they didn't do something, they were going to die. And they didn't want to die. And, and I look at the present day um, manifestation of the 12-step program, and it's a joke. Okay, and, and we had Jack Kelly on the, on the show uh, to discuss this, and, and, you know, he's got 35-year history in this field. And, and you know, uh, he, would, he would agree 100 percent that, mm-hmm. that, you know, frankly, things have to get bad enough for the individual where they realize if they, not somebody else helping them, if they don't mm-hmm. help themselves, nothing's going to get better because mm-hmm. they have to commit to change. And, right. and quite frankly, that's what's required in, in order for change to occur. The individual, mm-hmm. because we have free will, okay, in this, in this physical dimension where we have a physical body and, and a brain, and, and we are, and that system is egocentric. That system has free will. And unless that individual in that state of being says, I will commit to a change and I will open myself up to higher guidance, I will surrender this, my egoic nature, such that I will allow and receive something of me that is of a higher order. Okay. Uh-huh. That, wow. That's why it's a spiritual program. Yeah. And, and people have, have rebuked that and they said, yeah, you know what? I don't, I don't believe in that garbage. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Then keep suffering until you make that uh-huh. change. Cause that change, that change was successful. I mean, those people and back in, in, in that time frame, that program was phenomenally successful. Then it got watered down unsuccessful. Okay. So what needs to happen? People have to make these decisions for themselves, and they have to want it bad enough to change. Yeah. You know, do you believe in the notion that somebody's going to win and somebody's going to lose in life? I mean, because, I I mean, I'm I'm getting some really interesting uh, social media uh, uh, posts back. And, um, And, you know... I somehow don't want to give up the idea of both both parties, both people, both worlds, both universes, you know, that there is a win for everyone. And, you know, and, and that's really kind of, you know, a challenging place, I think, for me. I'm called an optimist. Uh, people were a little bit surprised about a couple of the things I posted you know, they thought I was completely out of my mind and I had stepped overstepped a bound. And in my mind, I wasn't posting anything political at all. You know, I, I was simply posting, uh, I posted a comment of exactly what we're talking about now, you know, and that is how do we treat the millions of people 
once the benefits are gone? I mean, that's what I posted because I really would like to know that answer. I really like to know that. Now, why do I want to know? Because my mother committed suicide as an addict and alcoholic. And, you know, two years ago, two sisters, you know, went in the ground. Uh, I lost my, my oldest sister in 92. You know, so is this something that I'm passionate about? You, 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 uh, without cussing on air, you bet your boopy, bippy. But I would like somebody to answer the question. So somehow in the world, I think, Dr. Dan, I'd like you to talk about this. You know, we have suddenly decided that it's not okay to ask questions. That somehow if we ask a question like that, that were sourced by somebody told me to stop whining. And I'm like, okay, uh, I'm not a whiner, Dr. Dan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, okay, wait, wait. I'm a little whiner. I could, Benny will tell you, I could, I'm a little <laughs> bit of a whiner. <laughs> so, so help me here. Clarify yeah. your question. My question is, uh, and it was really, I, I, I didn't even put it this eloquently. You know, I simply put out some information and I said, you know, in the absence of afford, afford, affordable health care, because by the way, affordable health care, you know, provided a platform for addiction and recovery in the United States. That's mm-hmm. why in this country, we are light years ahead of Canada, which has a fentanyl problem. They don't even know what to do. As a matter of fact, they don't have anything to pay for it. Right. So mm-hmm. let's compare, you know, Canada, and United States, Canada with all the health care, blah, blah, blah. No. So let's just take this one situation. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A situation well, where if you even attempted to get treatment for addiction and recovery, your insurance company could drop you. By the way, you might not even qualify if you said that's what you got going on. Right. Mm-hmm. So I asked a simple question. All right. If this goes away on January 1st. Uh, can somebody tell me how we're going to take care of the millions, millions and millions and millions and growing of a multi-billion dollar situation in the United States? I didn't quite say it like this. I just asked the question, how are we going to take care of these people? Well, <laughs> I was you know, told to I, stop you know, whining. Right. Well, well, and it's, again, you know, um, the, the bottom line is, how are these people going to take care of themselves? Okay. Mm-hmm. What did they do in 1935? We have we have the infrastructure set up. There are there are these groups that exist all over the country. Okay, and I think it's time that people get serious about really utilizing the resources that we have. Those those resources are still there. I mean, you know, going to, you know, AA meetings and really committing to this process um, is a real possibility. And my God, it's not only a real possibility, it it actually happened in 1935, you know. So, I mean, this is is something that's already proven. Why do we need more resources than that when that was already proven? I would look at the system and say – how did that system get so degraded? And I, I would probably point to the fact that we made life easy and we also made it profitable for a lot of places to uh, essentially take in people and not do a good job treating them because they got paid to treat them again and again and again and again until they finally died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, 
guess what? If people now commit to say, hey, you know what, I really have to do this on my own, like it was done in 1935 and like it really worked, maybe things will get better. Yeah. Well, how does any of this get accomplished if we're not in the present moment? I mean, let's just talk in our lives. You know, we don't have to be talking about changing the world. We don't have to be talking about, you know, big issues. But on a day-to-day basis, uh, I'm not sure how you function, but I got to tell you, I don't function very well at all in the present moment, like doing this right here today. If I'm thinking about what I'm going to do three hours from now, I, I'm, I'm sure at best I'm going to be about 5% here. Isn't that part of what we're asking people to also look at? Do we want to show up as our best or close to our best, right? Yes, and it's doable. I mean, it mm-hmm. is absolutely doable. Now, it does. it's not flip a switch. And it happens all of a sudden overnight. You've got to work at it. But, you know, meditation, you know, uh, you know, I've used the Soltech Lounge for years. I'm there. I'm sitting on this conversation with you. I have, do not have any thoughts about the future. I am not thinking about the past. I am dealing with you in the here and now. Okay? Mm-hmm. You have my undivided attention, my complete focus, and my state of being is throughout my entire body. And, and my and all that I am, I am experiencing all of that now, and it comes to mm-hmm. bear in this conversation. These words that are filtering out of my mouth are filtered right through my brain. My brain's not processing these things, okay? Mm-hmm. This is not coming from ego-based thought. This is literally issued from all of me, okay? That's mm-hmm. how it's done. It can be done, and it does not involve, you know, um, billions of dollars of expense on somebody's behalf. I didn't have to go into the hospital to get this accomplished. (laughs) It didn't require 20 years of psychotherapy. All right. It it was literally, it's called a, a, a true spiritual practice that is accomplishable by all of us. We Mm. all have the innate capabilities to get this done. And, and quite frankly, guess what? You know, with this change in in, in um, politics, um, we're going to have to rely on it now. It's like mm-hmm. it's like good luck if you don't. <laughs> well, if we step away from luck, as as I do, uh, from time to time, I gotta have faith in a power greater than me, because I'll tell you, I don't have I don't have the answers. Um, Dr. Dan, thank you so much. Because you are that power. Exactly. (laughs) We are that. And and we can get there. Yeah. Wow. Please give out your website. Thank you so much for this time, Dr. Dan. Dr. Dan Cohen, everybody. Let folks know how they can get a hold of you, how they can find out more about the Soul Tech Lounge as well. Okay. www.tooltoawaken.com. That'll get you there. Awesome. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in, turning us on. I want to thank Benny, Benny, Benny. Thank you for pushing all the right buttons. Stay tuned for another hour on Transformation Talk Radio.
preceding audio was via a Skype call.